The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Every individual has the capacity. Has the capacity to live a good life. Every individual has the capacity to be moral, to be good. Some people are going to be bad. You need a state to protect us from them. They need to go to jail if they commit violence or they commit a crime. But everybody has the capacity to be good. Everybody had a capacity to choose his own way. Everybody has the right to think his own thoughts, to believe in whatever he believes. The whole idea of religious freedom, which the founders talk a lot about, particularly Thomas Jefferson. You have a right to believe whatever you want to believe. You even have a right not to believe, to be an atheist, to be an agnostic, to be a Buddhist, to be whatever. It's none of my business. It's none of the state's business. There is no authority to tell you what you can and cannot believe. But before this, this wasn't acceptable. Atheists were burned at the stake. Before the Enlightenment, there was no such thing as free thinking. You thought only what you were allowed to think. Books were banned. Books were burnt all over Europe, well into the 18th century. But it's thinkers like Locke and, and the whole Enlightenment, because they identify the efficacy of human reason, and they identify the individual as an end in itself, they say, wait a minute, you, you cannot tell an individual what to read and what not to read, what to think, what not to think, what to do, what not to do. As long as he's not using violence against others, then he is free. And more importantly, what Locke and the founders understood is that for a thinking, productive, rational human being, he needs a certain type of environment in order to thrive. They understood that human beings don't thrive under every environment. They, they, they studied history. They saw us dying of starvation. They saw the kind of political systems and kind of environments in which people stagnated or worse, died. And they said, look, if you, if an individual is going to be productive, if an individual is going to be rational, which they viewed as virtues to be rational and to be productive, then we need to create a specific type of political environment to make it possible for them to do that. And that's the political environment of freedom. We want a political environment that rewards the best that rewards the best. And what kind of environment is that? It's an environment that leaves people alone. Because what is the enemy of reason? What is the enemy of production? What is the enemy of human success? What is it that stops you from thinking? And look, every one of our values requires thinking. From, from food, we have to figure out how to do agriculture. We have to figure out how to hunt. You don't have a gene for hunting. You have to figure out how to build a weapon. You have to figure out how to build a gun. Figure out how to use it. That all requires reason. That all requires thought. There is no, there is no shortcut. There is no instinct. There is no human beings to survive, to be successful, to thrive, to be productive, have to use their minds. What's the enemy of the mind? This is the great discovery of the Enlightenment. What's the enemy of the mind? 
The, the positive discovery is the efficacy of the mind. The, uh, the second part of the discovery is the enemy. What's the enemy? The enemy is force. The enemy is coercion. The enemy is authority. If you put a gun to somebody's head, he can't think. He can't be produ productive because he's now going to do what you tell him because otherwise he's dead. You tell somebody from now on, two plus two equals four, five. Otherwise, I'm going to shoot you. Can't build a bridge. Can't program a computer. Can't do anything in life. Your mind is shut down. Force, coercion, authority shuts you down.